Welcome to Pressing Buttons, a podcast about video games. In today's episode, Nick and I discuss new game releases in the first half of 2023. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Pressing Buttons. I'm Hugo. I'm Nick. Another great week, another great episode coming at you in 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. I thought you were going to say another another great year. That's why I, I, I had it worked out. You know, when you're in the moment, yeah, when you're in the moment, another great week, another great episode, and another great year of pressing buttons. One year I, anniversary. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Good, good one, audible. Yeah. One year anniversary, baby. Can you believe this? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can I. Yeah. Who would have thought a year ago when we first released our first episode out to the world, out to the masses, thank you everybody for the support, that we would actually be doing, uh, we're on episode 47 right now, so 47 episodes coming at you, and much more to come because we're, we're kind of stuck here now. <laughs> it's our ritual, we do it almost every week, um, but it's going good, man, it's going good, and 2023 is going to be a good year for us, we got a couple trips planned um, for content for you guys. Um, we got a couple of Twitch uh, streams planned so we can do uh, some Twitch streaming, which if, if you guys were observing us during the month of December, we did a couple of Twitch streams uh, in Street Fighter where Nick kicked my ass. I think the final tally was like 90 wins on his side to 9 wins on my side, but they were very competitive, very competitive <laughs> wins. <laughs> Very okay. competitive losses. <laughs> okay, okay. You did get, you know, at the end, I had to try try to win, so there was... Oh, that's kind of insulting. There was, progr- there was progress. No, it was, yeah. it was a compliment. It was like, at the beginning of it, it was, you know... You were just throwing me all around over the place. You, you throwing throw- you, and then, and, and then, you know, I was, I was sweating a bit with some of those matches at the end, so... He's a cheese. Just, he's just a little throw bitch. I'm the, easily the cheapest yeah. fighting game player, so... But definitely uh, Street Fighter VI um, was fun. The beta was fun. Hopefully they do a couple more um, beta releases before the game releases in, in June. And we can uh, get some of the viewers in and do a little tournament and stuff like that. So we definitely got a couple of uh, Twitch streams in the new year that we want to do to get the community in there as well. And just different plans, man. We, we're trying to make 2023 better for pressing buttons, better for us, better for you, better for everybody. So yeah, thank, thanks for sticking with us for a year. Stick with us again this year. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so we wanted to start off the new year with um, just going over a lot of the big releases for the first six months. We don't want to do the full year, obviously, because there's a lot of titles that don't have release dates announced yet, and we don't want to. It, it would it would take too too long of a time. So what we'll do is we'll do the big the big major releases for the first six months of 2023, and then. Uh, in the middle of the year, we'll do the the releases for the last six months of 2023, um, and then if anything kind of gets released in between, obviously we'll we'll talk about that when they announce it. But uh, we want to start off with January. Um, I'll go over the games that that we highlighted, and then we can talk about the ones that we're really interested in. Um, we got One Piece Odyssey releasing. Uh, on the 13th of January, we got Fire Emblem Engage releasing on the 20th. We got Monster Hunter Rise releasing on the 20th as well. Uh, but that one is for the PS5 and the Xbox. Uh, and we have Forspoken uh, releasing on the 24th and the Dead Space remake releasing on the 27th. 
obviously kind of a slow start to the month um one piece odyssey i'm a little bit interested in just because i like the one piece anime um but it's mushu is that what they call them the series where you just fight uh, no, it's not like Muso or yeah, I know, I know what you mean, but it's like a, it's more like Dragon Quest. I thought it's, oh, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's an RPG. So I'm actually very interested in this because when I see it, it basically looks like Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, so what I need to figure out is whether it's okay for someone not familiar with One Piece at all to actually get into this game, or if it's better for me to try to invest some effort into either reading the manga or watching the anime before they play the game. Uh, but it's a yeah, very long it, manga and anime. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> so it's a big, that'd be a big effort. Uh, so I still need to figure that out. And then the other thing is uh, Yoshi P, who's the, he leads up Final Fantasy fourteen and, and Final Fantasy sixteen, and is someone I highly admire. He's gone on record saying that one of the things he's most looking forward to in 2023 is... I think this is the manga, right? Isn't the manga going to end, or or there's going to some, some no, sort of so, big thing happening yeah, in One Piece? So the author um, is said that they're in the final arc of the dog's barking. Uh, the author said that they're in the final arc of the manga, but that still could be three or four years away. So okay, okay, okay. It, it does look like there's big battles coming up. So I may, maybe he's talking about that, but he's looking at the dog is really barking. <laughs> What are you watching? Some, someone's excited about One Piece. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so I think his his blessing of that being something that he's very looking forward to was, was you know, I've, I've been, uh, I'm familiar with One Piece. I kind of know what it's about, but I haven't really meaningfully engaged with it. But since he's such a big fanboy of it, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I should, maybe I should check it out as well. So, um, but yeah, if you, if you look at the trailer, at least to me, I'm like, this is exactly Dragon Quest Eleven, which was one of my favorite games in in recent histories, so so assuming it's not just a botched copy of of Dragon Quest Eleven, and it's like it's reasonably good. It's actually something I'm uh, wanting to check out, and I just saw that they're planning on on releasing a demo on the tenth. So in a couple of days, there'll be a you know I think you can play the first couple hours or so of the game. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a Steam or, or like a PC demo, so maybe I gotta give it a whirl on PlayStation, see if I like it, and if I do, I'll probably end up getting it on Steam. Yeah, I wasn't too sure about it because I thought it was Musu, just because I think a lot of the games that they have released have been Musu games. Um, but if it's a straight up RPG, I, I'm down, man. And I, I, I think you should definitely pick up some One Piece because. The stories are really good, the arcs are really good, and there's a reason they're very popular. I wouldn't say the anime, just because there's so many episodes. I think there's like a thousand something episodes of the anime. But the manga, uh, you can kind of breeze through it, and good stuff. It'll get you hooked. Alright, uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, that one, I, I am kind of excited. I played the last one, um, and I enjoyed it. Obviously, it's Fire Emblem. Um, the aspect that they did with the last one where you, you were able to be in the school with the three houses and just kind of befriend the 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 soldiers from each house and all that stuff um, and give them gifts and all that stuff. You know, dating sim uh, in war. So that was pretty fun. So I think uh, uh, I think you always got to look out for, for another Fire Emblem game whenever that comes out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be on the lookout for this. Uh, generally... 
I, I like the Fire Emblem series, and I didn't finish Three Houses, but I got pretty pretty far into it. I think with this new one, they're de-emphasizing that whole. You know, I don't, I don't know if it was necessarily like a dating sim, but I think that whole social mechanic, I think they're they're downplaying that a bit. And when I look at it, it it looks a bit weird to me, uh, just from the aesthetics of it. It almost looks like Hoyoverse is like creating a Fire Emblem like knockoff, uh, which you know, depending on who you are, that's either a compliment or shit talking but <laughs> but to me i'm like it just it just doesn't really look like a nintendo fire emblem game if you know what i mean yeah but i think at the root of it they're still gonna have it's fire emblem so it's gonna have the strategic stuff even though yeah, the yeah, yeah. all that stuff and the characters I look think the very gameplay, hoyo-ish yeah the, yeah the gameplay is what it is um yeah, i was more talking about just the character designs and how they look and it looks very very hoyoverse which I think I'm I think I'm okay with, but I just find it kind of odd uh, that that's like the direction Nintendo's going with with this franchise. Hoyo versus the future, they're very popular, so like, I, I guess I can yeah, see why they took it. Yeah. Um, next one up, Monster Hunter Rise on the twentieth. Um, this one I'm not too excited about, just because obviously it's been out for the Switch, then it got uh, an upgrade release uh, with their expansion Sunbreak on PC, and then now it's getting released on PS5, PS4, and then Xbox. Um, I'm just waiting for that mainline Monster Hunter World type one. I don't want to like a uh, upgrade from in in terms of graphic from a Switch version of a of a Monster Hunter, even though I know it's really good. I know a lot of people play it. I know it's got good reviews and it's more uh, Monster Hunter fun that you love, but I'm just waiting for an, uh, another mainline one that's specifically dedicated, made from the ground up on PC or PlayStation or Xbox. Um, and, totally agree. And which I'll talk about for the for one of the ones for the next for February, uh, something like it's coming out. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Forspoken, um, that one comes out on the 24th, uh, it's made by Square Enix, uh, this one, I actually played the demo, I really enjoyed it, I really enjoyed the powers, um, the controllers kind of messed me up a bit, I have an issue because I have very big fingers whenever I play with, um, the PlayStation controllers and there's a game that uses the trackpad, I sometimes always hover it and hit the button, so I'll have to customize the controller. But I thought, like, the powers are really cool. You can definitely do a lot of things defensive, offensively. Uh, you have fire, you have earth, you have water, you have all that stuff, wind. So it was pretty fun. Uh, I, I'd probably check it out. I'm in need of a single-player game. I, I love single-player games, so I'll check it out. How, how have I known you this long and never heard you say something about your having big fingers and that messes you up? Yeah, man, I I think with this game, and then I forgot what other game, but there's, it's it's happened enough where, like, man, this is annoying, where, like, the trackpad, if if they set it up to have a function, I'm always, like, hitting the trackpad, and in Destiny, it messes me up, because when I'm, like, in an intense fight, if you press it, it brings up the menu, and you're like, fuck, because you, then you can't do anything, so, yeah, it's messing me up Even more times. reason to become a mouse and keyboard player. That's the that's the goal. That's one of my resolutions for 2023 is to get better at mouse and keyboard so I could use it. So there you go. This is this is new information. I still need to process it. I will be coming up with a dumb nickname that points out the fact that you have two big fingers for your PlayStation controller. 
Let me think about uh, it. <laughs> I did. I, I did get uh, enjoy MMOs last year, so I think that was my big, uh, my big gaming thing last year. Even though my whole goal was to make it to like gold or something on League, and that did never happen because I stopped playing League. Um, but this year, mouse and keyboard, I think it's doable because I just have to play with the mouse and keyboard. Oh, all right, and then uh, moving on, we got the Dead Space remake. That one comes out January 27th. This one I'm super excited about. Um, I know I was waiting for Callisto Protocol, but seeing the reviews and how short the game was, I decided not to pick it up. Um, so I'm I'm going to wait till it's like on the bargain bin. But I'm a big fan of Dead Space and just an upgraded version, and I know that they worked on it where um, the the same elements are still there, but they got some surprises in there. So I'm excited for this one. This one, I think, will also be another pickup for me. What about you? You you want to get spooked? Uh, I'll, I'll wait and see on this one. I'm not in a big rush. I never played the original. Uh, and yeah, I had the same... Uh, I guess kind of response to Cluster Protocol, where I was I was interested in it. It came out kind of mixed mixed opinions on it, um, and seems you know to be pretty short. So definitely going to wait on that one for it to be at some sort of you know discount or maybe on Game Pass. We'll see. Uh, I'll probably take the same approach with Dead Space, where I'm not in a big rush to to you know play a re- remaster of it. So. Well, I'll probably so wait, we'll you know, I'll probably just wait until Halloween. Oh, that's true. Like, that's true. That, like, so I'm not in a rush, and I think it's more appropriate to play that during spooky season. So that is true. That is true. Don't you find it kind of odd that like why? That, like I, I, I guess. Um, well, they do release is, a lot of stuff during like horror stuff during winter. It's it's been known, especially for like movies. A lot of like you just you have a couple horror movies that are out right now. Like Megan's out, and that's doing pretty good. They yeah. do it. For some reason, I guess people like going to the theaters and cuddling up and getting spooked during the wintertime, so I don't know. Maybe, yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to February. Uh, we have Hogwarts Legacy uh, coming out on the 10th, uh, Wild Hearts coming out on the 17th, Atomic Heart coming out on the 21st, Like a Dragon Ishin coming out on the 21st, the PSVR 2 is coming out on the 22nd, along with Horizon Call of the Mountain, um, and Resident Evil Village. Uh, we have Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe coming out on the 24th. Octopath Traveler 2 coming out on the 24th. And Destiny 2 Lightfall coming out on the 28th. Um, so right off the bat, big strong game um, for a franchise, Hogwarts Legacy. I know a lot of people are excited about it because the gameplay has been looking good and they've been wanting to explore the, um, the Harry Potter world. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I might pick it up I hope they do have like a lot of um, good co-op type uh, gameplay. Um, I haven't seen a lot of that, but everything else, like with the schools and the magic and the and the whatever uh, class you get put in, what 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 do they call them? Gryffindor and 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 Slytherin. What are they? I have no idea. I have (laughs) I have somehow. Avoided, avoided all Harry, Potter? Oh, all Harry yeah. Potter. I know nothing about it. Oh, I read the books and watched the movie. Uh, so I, I, I think they're good. I'm not like a crazy fan of it, but if it's good gameplay, I'm in it. And it's made by the studio that did um, Mad Max, right? So, yeah, Avalanche. So there you go. Yeah, no, I, I think I've uh, maybe said this in a prior episode, but even though I have no idea what's going on with, with Harry Potter. I do really like the studio and really enjoyed Mad Max. So 
I'm interested in it from the perspective of this is the next big game from that that studio, and I just you know I'm really curious to see what they're able to cook up. So um, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll probably check it out. It's just a question of when. It's also going to be exciting to see what the reaction is from from people because I know with uh, J.K. Rowling's uh, controversial takes on on transgender stuff. I know they're trying to kind of like keep the game separate and just know let everybody know that everybody working on the game comes from different backgrounds and stuff. So that's going to be interesting whether a lot of people boycott the game because of that or you know they support the developers for the game. So that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, next we got Wild Hearts on the 17th. This one I'm personally excited for just because like I was saying earlier, it's very similar to Monster Hunter. It's a new IP. Um, it's being published by EA, but it's being developed by, I forget the name of the, the Koei Tecmo? Koei Tecmo, yeah. Yeah, Koei Tecmo, who usually do the Musu games. Um, and it's basically Monster Hunter, but with a little folklore type thing. Um, it looks good. And I'm excited just because also it's a game that looks like you'll be able to play co-op we always like playing co-op games, um, and the market is saturated with a lot of first-person shooters or just shooters in terms of co-op. I like co-op where you could do other things, in this case, hunting uh, monsters and, and crafting stuff out of their bodies. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Um, what about you? I know you're a big Monster Hunter fan, so and we played uh, uh, World a lot. So. Yeah, we, we played that quite a bit. Uh, yeah, it's it's Monster Hunter is weird where I really like... I like the game, but I also find it very, like, frustrating and, like, way more difficult to play than it, than it should be. So I'll be very curious to see if, if they're able to take the best of the Monster Hunter formula and figure out ways to stream, streamline it a bit. Uh, and, yeah, I think you were saying this earlier. This is the exact reason I'm not interested in Monster Hunter Rise because I'm looking to Wild Hearts as being the you know, something more similar to like the next step of Monster Hunter as opposed to what what Rise is all about. So, so yeah, we'll check it out. And then maybe we'll actually play, this will be the game where we actually play together. So Listen, man, nice. we, we, played, we played more games together the last couple of months than we usually don't. We played a lot of Fortnite together. We got That's some true. W's. That's uh, true. Maybe Final Fantasy is a game that we don't play together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, next, we got Atomic Heart uh, coming out on the 21st. That one looks very interesting. It's like a first-person, um, I mean, I don't know what to say, Victorian with uh, steampunk stuff. Um, but it looks very much like uh, Bioshock uh, and all that and all that stuff and Dishonored. So I'm excited for it. Um, it looks interesting. Um, I'll have to wait and see for the reviews, but something definitely interesting to pick up if, if you like that. Uh, first-person uh, storytelling, single-player experience. Have you seen anything about this? No. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's nothing jumping out at me that makes it interesting, other than it just being a first-person shooter that grabs a lot of different elements from a lot of other successful first-person shooter games. So, yeah. hey, man, so, that it could, that it works could work sometimes. Yeah. You know, it totally works sometimes. I'm just saying, like, that's I haven't seen anything where I'm like. Yeah, that'll, that'll wow you. And, and, you know, that's the the day after my birthday comes out, so I'm definitely primed. I'm I'm primed for spending because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to get something for my birthday or buy myself something stupid for my birthday. So, like, literally any game that comes out around then is 
no, unfortunately for me to buy. But even with that, I'm still not. I'm like, eh, I'm not really that interested in it. And unfortunately, there's no big releases like last year where you got Elden Ring for your birthday. So that's right. Yeah. Uh, unless they announce some surprise DLC early in the year. So yeah. Uh, next, we got Like a Dragon Ishing. Uh, that comes out on the 21st. Um, I'm excited for this one, but I'm going to hold off. Obviously, I do want to play uh, Yakuza 8, Like a Dragon, uh, which started the, the format for the RPG uh, turn-based battle. Um, this one is kind of the same thing, but set in like the samurai era with one of the ancestors of the main character. Um, what about you? I'm, I mean, you're a big Yakuza guy. Uh, I know this one's, this might be your birthday present thing. No, not really. I think it's Yakuza 7 is... Yakuza 8 is not out, right? Elden 7, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yakuza 7. Yeah, yeah, Yakuza 7, 7 is like a dragon. That's right, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, Yakuza 7. And you haven't played it. You still need to play that? No, no, because I want to finish up 2 before okay. I jump into into the, the latest one. Man, I, I'm so jealous that you get to play that game. Um, yeah, so I'm actually not... Uh, this Ishin game, it's, I don't know, like, I don't really like the actual, um, basically, like, every other Yakuza game. <laughs> like, what? I, I really only like the Like a Dragon one, where it's, it's wow. the RPG. I thought you knew this. No, no, because you, you were hyping up the other ones. Like, I've played, like, oh, good. Yeah, I've, I've played, um, maybe it was Yakuza 0. Uh, but what happens is, like, I just get burned out by the combat system, because it's just too... It's just beat them up. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's just, it gets. I just get bored with it. So like, I, I love basically everything else about the game, but almost always I kind of tune out of it because I get bored, bored by the combat system. But I do really like, you know, the franchise. Uh, but for me, it was with Yakuza Seven with the JRPG turn-based battle system. That's something that I that more resonates with me. So. I actually don't know. So, like a dragon, Ishin, it's more samurai. You know, I guess it's it's a beat 'em up, but it's more with you know swords and I think there's guns in it too. So, oh, I thought that they were doing the same thing where they were gonna go the RPG route, um, turn base um, for this one. No, no, no. no. This is this is like a sword. It's it's more like um, oh, so it's the same Ninja as... Gaiden or you know something. Like yeah, that. so same combat as the first six. But just with swords in, in yeah. samurai era. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. All right. Maybe not as excited. We'll see. Yeah. But I, 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 I don't have. A, I, I like the combat. I, I, I would, I would say more than I guess you would. You would prefer the the RPG turn-based combat. So might be some I pick up, especially if it's. I, I think it's it's a precursor to the next one. Just kind of a little story side story. So it might not be too big of a game. Yeah, I think I think this game's more more for you than it is for me. All right. Yeah. Um, next, we got on the 22nd, we have the PSVR 2 releasing. We also have Horizon Call of the Mountain and then Resident Evil Village releasing for the PSVR 2, along with a bunch of, I believe, 40 titles that have been out for a while for VR stuff. Um, this might be your big birthday purchase. No? No? No. Why wouldn't, not? That, wouldn't that be nice? I'm just, I haven't seen any. Big game to get me excited to to, to buy it. Um, so Horizon see, Call of the Mountain, man. No, I've no, seen no. the gameplay. Uh, it looks good. Uh, obviously, you you have to get it in your hands and play around with it. 
Um, I wonder if, if you'll be able to play like a demo um, if you have... Oh, no. No, you can't because the, the... Well, yeah, the, I'm sure there's a like demo, a but you still need to spend $550 yeah. <laughs> to yeah. get it. Maybe you could go uh, like Best Buy or something and try it out. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, so CES is going on, uh, or yeah, I think it, maybe it's over. I don't know. But it, it was just this most recent week was CES. Uh, Sony has a press conference. They didn't really talk too much about PlayStation. They talk about a lot of their other technology initiatives. But they did have a... And a car. <laughs> yeah, a car, yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, so they did you know, mention a few things. The, but for me, it's, and, and so I think a lot of journalists and people in the games industry and, and tech industry have been getting their hands on, on these units at CES. And I think the impressions have been pretty, pretty positive. I think people, uh, are really liking the hardware and I think for the most part, they're playing the horizon game and are, are saying pretty good things. So, but to me, it's just like, other than horizon, there's there's almost no reason to buy this thing now, and I really don't. I just don't really care about the Horizon franchise, so yeah, it's a, it's a tough sell. Really, the only thing that was interesting was them announcing uh, Gran Turismo having a uh, having a VR mode, which that could be cool. Um, but again, I don't know if that's enough to get me to spend five hundred fifty dollars. So, so yeah, it's it's kind of kind of a bummer because I think somewhere between six to 12 months ago during one of our podcasts, I, I made a comment about, I think I'm ready for some next generation VR headset. It's probably going to be PSVR two. I was, uh, expecting PlayStation to be able to deliver on, on like way more titles, but there just isn't, there isn't a lot to get excited about for me. So, yeah, you might just have to wait a bit. Obviously it's the, the release of, a. Uh... Uh, console you would say or, or or something um usually they don't release a lot of stuff with it when it releases the at least these titles resident evil village i know is going to be played great on it because uh seven was also great on it um horizon looks good and then obviously gran turismo looks good but we might have to wait a year before we actually see the games and the power of it and and it drives enough people to, to buy it but you know sony is sticking with this and I applaud them for it. I think they they see a good future for the VR and they're one of the big proponents of getting affordable VR and also the games out there. You know, you just got to convince more studios to work on games. All right, we got Kirby's return to Dreamland Deluxe in 20 in on the 24th. I know you're excited about that. Not at all. All right, we'll you're, just you're pissing me off. Yeah, we'll we'll keep. We'll, uh, I put that in there just to piss you off. Uh, <laughs> I, I assumed you did that just to. We'll keep it short. Trigger, I'm excited for Kirby. Kirby. Might not purchase it right away, but I I think Kirby games are fun, man. Kirby games are fun. Yeah, the yarn one was really fun. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it had a nice nice graphic. All right, uh, Octopath. I thought, was, I thought that was a Yoshi game. Was the yarn one? There was a Yoshi game, but there was also Kirby's, a Kirby, Kirby yarn one. Kirby was like the drawing one, I thought. Or it was like some sort of... It was like yarn drawing. Okay. Yeah. You don't play Switch games. I don't know what you're doing. Don't, don't try to question me. Anyways. Uh, and then on the 24th as well, we have Octopath Traveler 2. 
this one I'm not excited about as I was for part one. I I do love that Square Enix keeps releasing these uh, 3D sprite sprited games, but uh, the first one really burned me out. Um, the the storytelling was really weird. Well, the storytelling was good, but the way that you advance uh, the eight traveler story was weird because you had to go back and, and do old chapters for each character and all that stuff. And if you stuck with one character, it, it kind of messed you up. It was just weird. Um, situated, hopefully they fix that up with the second one. I'll have to see the reviews for it before I actually commit to it, but I might just wait out on it. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not too too thrilled uh, about this one either. I actually need to go back and play Live Alive, which is a game that we talked about a bit last year, and I just never got around to, to playing it. So that'll be my uh, what they call like HD two D or you know whatever that graphical style is. That'll be my that's in my backlog. It's hilarious that you're like, forget this game that's coming out. I'm gonna go back and play this other game I forgot to play. But yeah, Live yeah. Alive is probably gonna get better reviews than this well probably got better reviews than this is gonna get yeah all right our next and, one i'm very uh, excited about this one we're super excited for this one because you know if anything nick and i love destiny <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah on the 28th we got the destiny 2 lightfall expansion obviously i'm super excited nick whenever he gets there the barrier for entry for destiny is i very, thought this came hard. out already no no it's seasons. What, they do what? This, this is a big expansion. The last season, the newest season, which is season nineteen, that one came out uh, beginning of December. But this one is basically the expansion. It's going to advance the, the story, the main story of the witness. It's going to bring in a new light class, uh, the Strand, which you can has a grappling hook, which is going to be cool. You're going to be exploring a new planet. You're going to be in Neptune in this like psychedelic. 80s Miami Vice. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that. City. Okay. Um, they did a trailer in in the Game Awards. It looks really cool. I know a lot of people are excited. They're also going to bring a lot of quality of life um, stuff to the game. Like you'll be able to make loadouts within the game. You'll be able to do LFG within the game. It's going to have a reputation system uh, for helping people do like the raids and the dungeons and stuff like that. So it's a it's a big improvement. From the looks of it, uh, obviously, a lot of people are excited. Destiny continues to be one of the most played games on Steam every year. I think it's ranked uh, fourth this year. Well, last year it was ranked fourth in terms of people playing it. Um, obviously, it is a, a, a hard barrier for entry. The best time to get into Destiny are during the expansions because you can start off new and it, they kind of put everybody on the same boat so it's easier for you to do things not in the middle of the seasons so we'll see hopefully a lot of people come in hopefully maybe you might want to come in you might see some uh some neon guns or something get you hyped and all that stuff some miami vice i can see the excitement in your face and it's not there no man i try i've tried so many times to get into this game it's just yeah all right well i'll keep talking I've about tried. it yeah, I'll keep talking about it. I'll let, I'll, I'll keep letting because we we uh, a lot of our listeners and a lot of the people on on Discord um, play Destiny. We have a, a bunch of Destiny channels for raids and dungeons, and just people like to say, uh, talk Destiny. I think it's one of our most active uh, channels and most toxic and very very toxic. Yeah, yeah. but it's good toxic if there's a, such a thing. 
<laughs> All right, enough about Destiny. Let's move on to March. Uh, we have The Last of Us Part 1 releasing on PC. We have Wulong Fallen Dynasty. We have Skull and Bones. We have Bayonetta Origins, Ceresa in The Lost Demon. We have Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We have the Resident Evil 4 remake. And then we have Crime Boss, Rocky City. Um, first off, Last of Us Part 1, not much to say. Obviously, they're releasing it on PC. The, the remake that they did for the PS5 with um, the, all the accessibility features and all that stuff. Very, very cool thing to do. I think, obviously, it's going to get a big boost. The... The show is premiering on HBO on the 15th, so that's going to get a lot of people interested, even people who don't necessarily play video games. I'm excited for the show. I'll watch it and, and talk to you guys about it when it comes out, but it's it's a good brand synergy, so we'll see on that. Uh, Wulon Fallen Dynasty, I know we didn't talk a lot about it. Uh, the, the demo did come out on the PS5. I played it. It is a Soulsborne game. I'm excited for it. It's made by Team Ninja. Um but it feels more like Sekiro than the other Soul, Soulsborne game. Uh, it's a, I would say it's a bit of a mix between Sekiro with the parry system and then the Neo kind of world traversal and going back and replaying them. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think you should be too. I know you didn't get to play the demo, but it is our type of game that we like the most. So Yeah, for sure. Yep, you know. I'll be checking this out. Uh, I don't. Did we talk about you playing the demo? I can't remember. I, I brought it up on, the, on one of my closing thoughts, yeah. Okay, okay. And you it. it was good. It was, you oh, yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was okay. fun. It All was right. fun. I was able to... Basically, same thing. You got your earth, wind, water, uh, and all those element things, and you can pick different peop- uh, different deities to summon and also do different moves with, with whatever weapons you have. So, pretty fun stuff. So, it's like Captain Planet. Yeah. You know? All right. Tears I'm in. With our, with our powers combined. And you know, Team Ninja, their combat is always great. Um, so and the for- co-op? Yeah, there is co-op on that one. Damn. I think we might have... There might be a co-op opportunity. It's going to be a couple of things. Every, 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 every month. month. Yeah. Um, next, we want to say Skull and Bones. That comes out on the 9th. Um, I just put this in here because it's funny. This game has been... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you, when, even when you just listed it out, I was laughing. Um, yeah. This game has been yeah. trying to come out for like six years or whatever. And it's uh, basically... They took... Something that was great in Assassin's Creed uh, 4 Black Flag, and they tried to make a single-player game out of it. I don't know if it's going to work, but the sea, the sea shanties are, are always fun. <laughs> I just, the last time we saw it, when it had the old uh, old release date, which I think was, was that September, October of last year? Yeah, it was supposed to come out around that time last yeah, year. Yeah, something like that. And this was a month or two running up to the release, and they did their you know, big media push. And the only, like, the only thing they talked about was like ship customization or something. This is definitely a Game Pass title. This is going to be available (laughs) Game Pass day one. What do you, what's the, like, what's the game, you know, what do you actually do in this game? And, and, and so. I would be more excited to play another Assassin's Creed in the pirate era than I would be excited to just play a pirate ship game. Yeah. But Ubisoft, if you want to send us a free code, we are here for you. <laughs> Un- completely unbiased. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. Uh, that one, this one comes out on the 17th. Uh, I'm not uh, into the Bayonetta universe, but it does look cool. They did. Uh, this one's not like a 3D action game. This one is more of a, a 
2D action game? <laughs> what do you call that? I, I have no idea what this is. It's it's is it I don't even think it's an action game. It's like No it is. You, it's like an action RPG. It reminds me of uh of what was that the, that Ubisoft game with the little girl where you could jump around or or is it Child of Light or something? Yeah, Child of Light. It reminds me yeah. uh, of that. So we'll see. It expands the universe. Uh, they do want to go in different directions now that they finished the trilogy. So we'll see from that. I'm, right. I'm on a. I'm just on a strict, not and, buying any Switch games with exception of Wow Legend of Zelda, man. and maybe maybe Fire Emblem. Man, wow. So oh, it, it kind of. I you know I I beat Bayonetta one and two, yeah, and Bayonetta three came out and I'm just like, not playing. You gotta finish it. Bro. Not playing a character action game on a Switch. That's like getting a full course meal. It's, I'm That's just not, not having playing, the dessert. You gotta get the dessert. I'm just not playing that type of game at 17 frames per second. Damn it. Yeah. Well, what when it comes out on PC then? I don't know if it ever will. I think I think. Um, I think there was this Bayonetta one that came out. There was some PC version of it, but I think I think Nintendo is subsidizing the sequels basically. So I, I don't. I'm not expecting those to come out mm. on PC anytime soon. But hey, it could happen. It could happen. I'll just All wait right. for the next next generation of Nintendo console, and maybe it'll deliver it's be 25 frames per second. Maybe it'll deliver <laughs> 60 frames per second. Uh, Stably. All right. Next, we got Star Wars Jedi Survivor. This one comes out on the 17th uh, of March. Super excited for this one. Obviously, I enjoyed the first one. Uh, It was the first 3D action title from uh, Respawn Entertainment, who are known for Titanfall and uh, Apex Legend and all that stuff. Um, My only qualm with the first one, obviously, was the combat because it was the first foray into it. I didn't think it was as well as... Uh, a lot of the other third-person action games, but it looks like there's more Star Wars story. Um, you know, I'm a big Star Wars Jedi hater, and I'd rather see a whole bunch of uh, other stuff from different planets and different um, alien species and, and, and all that stuff. And this one, even though it does have Jedi, it does look like it, it has a lot of other characters that they're going to talk about more and bring up, and it's not all about the Force and all that. So, excited. What about you? Yeah, excited for this one. Uh, Did you ever get to the first one? No, I think I I think my approach to this one is basically just skipping skipping the first one because it looked a little a little too janky for my liking. So I'll just need to figure out a way to get caught up with the story and and then check out this one where uh, my hope is you know respawns a incredible studio. I think they just needed to build one of these types of games and then learn a ton from it. And then I think with the second one, it'll be, you know, less janky. So that's, that's my hope. So, and I like the idea of it being, I do like the concept where it's just like, Oh, it's souls born, but star Wars IP. So I'm bought into that concept. I just didn't want to deal with the jank from the first one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if uh, you could just watch a YouTube video of the cutscenes. It, it does have some interesting lore um, and characters and stuff like that, so I think I think uh, just watching a YouTube video, you'll be good. 
All right, next up, we got Crime Boss, Rock City. I, I don't know if that, they're trying to say OK City, but with a rock or just, I don't know, whatever. Uh, this one, I also put on here because it was funny. <laughs> uh, this one's the one they announced at the Game Awards. It's got a bunch of actors in there. It's got Danny Trejo. It's got um, Chuck Norris. It's got uh, Michael Madsen. It's just a bunch of people from the 80s, and it, it looks, it had the vibe of uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. It's just, I don't know. There's not much to say. Like I said, I put this on here because it was funny. So we'll we'll yeah. see when it comes out. <laughs> it's a first-person shooter, right? Yeah, somebody's going to like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll also, see. I, I, I did question. I, I was surprised to see this on the list. And then you're like, oh, yeah, it's just because it's. I think it's funny. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Also, uh, have you ever played a game that has Chuck Norris in it? No. So, you know. I feel no. like I maybe I have. Oh, I would need I to look that up. I would need to only, look that up. He might have made some random I th- appearance. And I think the game. only time I've ever seen Chuck Norris in a game is in Call of Duty when they do the zombies thing where you could get the skins and stuff. I think that's the only time I've seen a Chuck Norris okay, okay. in a game. All right. Well, that's our next opportunity. Uh, oh. And then I think you missed oh, Resident another Evil. big release. Yeah. yeah. My bad. I... I I saw your your cursor there. Uh, Resident Evil Four remake. Super excited for this one. I haven't played Resident Evil Four obviously because well, I, I haven't played it in like six years. Obviously, it got released for like every console imaginable. It was on GameCube. It was on PlayStation Three. It was on Xbox. Then it was on PlayStation Four. Then Five. Then Xbox. Whatever. It was everywhere. Uh, obviously, with the remake, I'm excited for it. There there have been a lot of interviews where they're saying they're adding more stuff to it. Uh, even though they're keeping everything kind of the same, uh, they're adding a little bit more stuff to it to make it better. Um, and it's obviously, I think it's the best Resident Evil game uh, that they've released uh, out of the eight that they have. Um, it's up there, so I'm excited for this one. This I might get this day one. This might be a day one purchase for me. Wow! Yeah, and I, I'm I not waiting until spooky season to play it. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, I think I've owned, I've probably bought Resident Evil 4 at least twice, maybe even three times. And it's just one of these games that I absolutely want to beat it. For some reason, I just have never been able to beat it. And my hope is I'll finally, this will be the version where I actually beat the game. <laughs> we'll see. It's like uh, Skyrim and Chrono Trigger. Like Those are games like I always buy and I play them and I'm like, oh, I never finish them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe kind of contradicting what I was saying earlier about waiting, but I feel like this is not. It's not like new. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's just like a backlog game, but with a fresh coat of paint. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited for it, and I think that'll be. Yeah, I think with that and Wolong, that could be a pretty busy, pretty busy March. Yeah, it looks like... Uh, and Star Wars. I mean, yeah, March is looking... Man, Star yeah, Wars. Each, each month, there's uh, one or two games where you can you can see yourself writing it out for the whole month. Uh, next not up, April. Not a, well, depends Good on who segue. you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, depends on who you're talking to. Uh, in April, uh, big releases, we got Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. We have Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores. And then we have Dead Island 2. Um, Mega Man Battle Network, that one comes out on the 14th. 
that one I'm kind of excited for because I like the the Battle Network uh, games. I played a couple of them on Game Boy Advance, um, and the cartoon there was a cartoon series as well, I believe. Um, so it's a good strategy, I would say, uh, game. Um, and I want to kind of check it out. And it's like I think it's like ten to fourteen games or something like that because they did the Pokemon route where it was like blue and red and then other colors and all that shit. So a bunch of games I'm excited for. You? Any interest? I no, for some reason in no. my head I had it that you were like, oh, I'm excited for this. Maybe I was surprised that they were actually supporting the Mega Man franchise because <laughs> I feel like Capcom's had like a weird a weird relationship with with Mega Man in terms well, of. Well, I think they support the good Mega Man, and I think these were good. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Even even that. Um, I don't know. They just have like a wishy washy relationship with managing the Mega Man franchise. So I think I think maybe what you saw was maybe like, oh wow, like they're actually acknowledging that Mega Man exists and they're doing something with you know with with the classic games. Uh I think I yeah, I think I probably played these I, I'm old enough to have played this when it came out and um yeah, it was Game Boy Advance, right? So I think I, I tried it on Yeah, mostly Game Boy Advance. Yeah, so I, I think I played it at then and I was like, Oh, it's it's interesting, but I just I, I just remember not really liking uh, that game. So that just means Capcom needs to make a good Mega Man game, like an updated one. I, I mean, I love Mega Man. I have I have, you his, have the Buster. I have the Buster over here. Uh, well, I think I, it's Somewhere. not an arm's reach, but yeah. you know, how many they people should, have a Mega Buster? Not a lot. Not a lot. They should do a Mega Man in the style of uh, Metroid Prime. That'd be cool. Alright, uh, next we got Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores. This one comes out on the 19th. I know Nick probably doesn't have much to say about this one because he's not a big Horizon fan and wasn't really into uh, Zero Dawn. But I think um, very underrated game of 2022, if you could say that, uh, even though it was a great AAA release. But I think God of War and Elden Ring kind of overshadowed Horizon. I'm, I'll check it out, uh, obviously, because I beat the game, but it was kind of a slog where towards the end there was a lot of too many side quests, too many stories, and I was like, this looks beautiful, but uh, I, I don't think I want to go through this story. Yeah, I was, I'm actually, because I remember you talking about your experience and it just being, you're ready to be done with it, and I, I feel like this might be... Pretty, it's pretty soon after like, it just came out. Uh, it wasn't that long ago, right? Or was it like summer no, it came last out year? In, no, it came out in the in the beginning of last year. Like oh, it was beginning. Oh, so okay, okay, okay. Year, yeah. okay, it's been about a year. Okay, that that makes sense. Um, because it is an expansion, I'm not expecting it to be as uh, long as the original game. So I think that's the one thing it's got going for it. But if it is, I'm gonna be super upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh then we got dead island 2 coming out on the 28th um this one i played De dead island 1 it it was very interesting uh in the style of left for dead and all that stuff um but my meter my meter is not too high for it just because it, it has had a lot of delays and stuff like that um but if it's a little fun co-op thing i might pick it up i mean i always had fun with the what's the other um Dying Light, Dying Light, uh, I had fun with that. So if it's something like that... You I love that I, game. 
yeah, it could be fun for for just to mess around with the zombies, you know, just throw firecrackers at people, make the zombies go after them, little little fun fun stuff. And you got nothing for it. Okay. No, uh, yeah. Next <laughs> month. Moving on to May where there's, uh, we only got two titles, but these are definitely uh, two titles that people have been waiting for. We have The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom coming out on the 12th. And then we have Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League coming out on the 26th. Obviously, Tears of the Kingdom, sequel to Breath of the Wild. Um, there's not a lot of Zelda games that have had sequels, so... Very interesting. I know everybody's been uh, looking for this one. They, we've only really had, uh, I think, two trailers um, for it. So, obviously, we're probably going to get a lot more info in the coming months. I'm excited. I honestly, I'm more excited about you're going to be up in the skies now. Because I kind of didn't really do a lot of exploring in, in Breath of the Wild. I know the how open world it was and everything you could do in it. I wasn't a big fan of that. I, I'm a big fan of the Zelda that just tells me go to this dungeon, then go to the next dungeon, and go to the next dungeon. I'm like, so the freedom I wasn't as, as big a fan of. So I'm, but I love Zelda regardless. So I'm I'm excited for it anyways. What about you? The yeah, only Switch super, game you will. Super, yeah, buy. I think I already said this is probably the last Switch game I'll ever buy. Uh, I do. Yeah, it's 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 May. I think I'm gonna have to get it. I'm going to have to get it at launch. Like there's, I guarantee Nintendo is going to make a version of this for their next Nintendo system. And yeah, that's so, what I was thinking. They're probably going to announce it <laughs> too. Yeah. Like I just, I just, I just feel like if it was closer to the end of the year, maybe I could see them making some sort of like next system announcement. I just feel like that's too soon and they're just going to hold off. Like they just want to get as many people as possible to buy this game on the switch. And then, you know, maybe shortly after that, they'll make some sort of announcement around their next system. Uh, so because I'm impatient and I did really like Breath of the Wild, like I think I'll probably have to get this. And just I'll I don't know what I'm gonna do to. I don't even know how I got through because I I mostly played Breath of the Wild like in handheld mode because uh, I was doing a bunch of travel around then so i probably played like i don't know like 70 60 to 70 percent of the game in, in handheld mode and i don't know how i did that <laughs> it's just like because the performance is like i think so it was bad. that that you were just traveling so it was easier to have whereas if you were at home most of the time you probably would have just played it docked right but well, well, i guess what i'm saying is like either way uh either way it's just like it's it's just not a I mean, it looks beautiful, but just I'm just such a performance snob, and You're I guess a performance maybe snob. I guess maybe I just was able to push through that in some way. So my hope is I can I can do that. Uh, yeah, like this this actually recently happened with um, Shin Megami Tensei Five, uh, which I really like the Shin Megami series, uh, and also you know Persona and and, and all that. And then that version came out on Switch, and I I played it for two minutes. And I'm like, can't can't deal with the the frame rate on this. I just Damn. Yeah, I, was, I was out. I was out. So hopefully I can deal with it. But um, aside I think from it'll that, be good very, enough. Very, you'll, very you'll, excited. Yeah, I think it'll be good enough. You'll you'll be able to deal with it. Yeah. Um, then we have Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That one comes out on the 26th. Super excited uh, for this Rocksteady game. It's been 
I think like four or five years since they released Arkham Knight. Um, and everybody's been waiting for this, obviously, um, where you're going against the Justice League. We haven't really seen a lot of gameplay of it. We've seen a couple cutscenes. Uh, we also saw the trivia that they did for Kevin Conroy at the Game Awards. Um, but it does look like Sunset Overdrive. Obviously, with them being so good at the Arkham series combat, I don't expect anything less from them. I think it's going to be a great game. And I'm excited just to see more footage uh, throughout the year until it comes out. Same. Yeah, I do. I am a little worried that we haven't seen. We just haven't seen enough of this game yet. And it comes out pretty soon. I mean, with some studios, you kind of don't worry. I mean, that's like Rocksteady's that for me, Naughty Dog, Insomniac. Uh, There's a lot of studios where I like, all right, if I don't see anything for a while, I think it's in good hands. It just, the more quiet they are, I feel like the better work they're doing for it. I think if if it was another Batman game, I would be like, of course, you know, they're going to deliver and and I'm not worried about it. But I think because this is, well, I I don't even know, like, (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, you don't. There's a lot you don't know. You don't know if you're yeah. gonna be playing as uh, each each member of the Suicide Squad. If you're gonna do different missions and rotate, or like the, yeah, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. But so I think that that's where I'm. You know, maybe my a bit of skepticism's creeping in because there's just so much we don't know about the game. But um, I did really enjoy the trailers. I think it's a you know cool concept. Uh, so I want it to be good. I'm just a little have some reservations all right we'll so see. there's got to be a there must be like a big blowout like in the next couple months right yeah i'm, I'm, I'm guessing mean, they're just waiting for something uh maybe to coincide i know with with the turmoil that's going on in in uh dc with the james gunn stuff and all that stuff they're, they're probably restructuring especially at warner brothers um so maybe that's why they haven't really what if james gunn just cancels the game no <laughs> he's not gonna we, do that we boycott <laughs> we burn stuff all right now we're moving on to big june big june the end of our uh first six months and obviously it's a stack june uh we have street fighter 6 coming out on the second diablo 4 coming out on the sixth and final fantasy 16 coming out on the 22nd uh obviously we've talked a lot about this uh about street fighter 6 in the podcast we went to evo uh played the demo there uh we played the beta nick played the beta twice i played it once against each other obviously he kicked my ass revenge will be coming but we're excited um um not much more to say on my end i I would say i'm waiting for more betas so i can get more people in it and, and practice against other people and i might have to get a hit stick or something yeah, go ahead and get get that controller so you can stop using that as an excuse for me destroying you. Yeah, I'll have to. So and now I have to learn something on another controller. <laughs> I mean, it's it's basically like learning the keyboard, so it's not that far off. Um, I think that's why it's more natural for me actually, is because I have gamed so much using a keyboard. Uh, so try that out. Um, I can't Look wait at to watch you. Your your mouse and keyboard supremacy over me, you bastard. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to watch you play other players because I think I've, I might have like ruined your mindset <laughs> just because, just because I throw so much that I think everybody's gonna throw. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't. I'm looking forward to watching you play other players who are actually probably they're gonna be like way better at the game than I am, and um, that'll be that'll be very entertaining. 
But yeah, I think I think Street Fighter Six is probably I think it's my second most look forward to title. As it should be. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, obviously we played the beta, but we were only able to do the uh, one one v one part of it. There's a lot more to the game with the arcades mm-hmm. and with the mini games and all that stuff and the character creation. So definitely excited to to check it out. Um, then we got Diablo 4 coming out on the 6th. Uh, I'm kind of excited for this one. Obviously, another co-op game. Um, a lot of It's been getting a lot of good uh, feedback. There's been a, a, a build that some people have been able to, to play, um, and they've been giving good feedback about it. Um, I did like the last one, even though it took uh, a year for them to kind of fix everything um, in terms of the economy and all that stuff. So I'm just excited that it's another game that you can play co-op with different classes and it's just, you know, loot. Loot. Very cute that it's on 6-6. It's close close to 3 triple six, but, you know, I see what they're trying to do. Uh, The devil? They're trying to do the devil? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm... I've played I've played a number of Diablo games. I've never I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of them, but I, I do enjoy the time I, I spent with them. I'm looking forward to that just because uh, kind of what we've been talking about uh, in this episode. I think it's come up a number of times, but also in prior episodes, just wanting way more co-op games, and I think this is going to check that box really well. So my hope is it's easy enough just to kind of fire up a character, get in, play with friends, and, and have a good time. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll want to check it out. All right. And then to wrap up the last game of uh, June, which we've been excited for, Final Fantasy sixteen. Obviously, Nick and I, big Final Fantasy fans, uh, big Yoshi P fans, and since he took over his game, we've got nothing but, like, super awesome trailers, good story. Um, and it's the next mainline Final Fantasy game uh, to be released, so we're all super excited. Can't uh, wait to see what the future holds. It is a big year for Final Fantasy uh, with the remake part two coming out at the end of the year. But um, 16 is looking so good. Um, I just can't wait. It's six months, man. Got to wait six months. That's my number one. I said Street Fighter is number two. Then you would ask what's number one. It's Final Fantasy 16. That's it. Yeah, we can't say much about it. Well, we can't say any more about it just because we've talked about it so much. It is going to be very interesting, though, because we do have plans to go to E3, and E3 is in June. So when we come back home, then, you know, Final Fantasy will be ready there for us, and we might get to to play it in E3. It's yeah, true. There you go. So we'll be able to see a lot of stuff. All right, so that does it uh, for the first six months that we wanted to check out all these hotly anticipated games for the beginning of the year. Uh, Like I said earlier, um, we'll do another one um, in July, just kind of looking at the games coming out for the last six months of the year. But, you know, let us know on Discord which ones you guys are most excited for, what you're anticipating, what you want to see. Obviously, there's a lot more titles that don't have release dates, so we'll discuss those as they come along. I just did a quick quick count. I have eleven games that I want to check out. At all, I like most of them. I'm buying, and then, but yeah. at a minimum, I'm I'm checking out in some way. Eleven games over the next six months, which is 
a staggering number compared with last year, which I think <laughs> I probably played like three games. Yeah, last year it was <laughs> like, like, like yeah. Hell, hell was <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah, it was like literally three games, and then maybe some betas, and then it was like pretty big on pretty big on backlog. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. You know, so 2023 is just going to be an insane year for, for, for monster releases. Yeah, it looked like uh, 2022 was kind of set up to be that year, but obviously everybody's still reeling from the pandemic and recovering from that. A lot of games got pushed back. Uh, 2023 looks to, be, to, looks to be stacked. And like I said, we haven't even discussed the ones that don't have a uh, release date. So those, those are going to be crazy. Yeah, I keep forgetting Remake 2 is tentatively scheduled for, for, for this year as well, yeah. which is bonkers. Yeah. 2023 might be the year of video games. Um, All right, so we're going to move on to some closing thoughts. Uh, You want to start this off, Nick? Because I think you got way more than I do. No. I'm a a man of tradition. You you, you got to give it first. All right, so first I want to start off with a new game. I only really got a new game in the the little two-week break that we got. It was Death Stranding. (laughs) And what a fucking insane game. What are you laughing for? I'm not laughing. I'm. You're laughing. It's an insane game. Yeah. You gotta pee when you want to relieve yourself. You're just walking around delivering shit, which I like. Uh, Some, sometimes literally, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! You can use you can use poop as a weapon. That's what it is. Oh, I haven't gone to that part. Okay. Spoilers! You just yeah, spoiled yeah. a great part. <laughs> right? Is it poop? I, you can use. Yeah. use pee as a weapon, but. Yeah. I think you, you can, can use P as a weapon too. Yeah, I right. Even, Isn't I like that when you go to the your like little bunker or whatever, you like use the. No, you just kind of relieve yourself. That's what I've been doing. You could pee out in the world. I wonder if they. Yeah, I know that. I wonder if they change that. I mean, I'm I still ver- very early on. It's it's kind of hard to grasp it to to know what you're doing, but it's also the motivation, like the motivation to deliver these packages it reminds me of red dead just because red dead had like a bunch of um controls for everything that you did and if you did the wrong thing you would accidentally shoot somebody or something like that kind of the same thing where you gotta manage your weight and balance and all that stuff it's been pretty fun i am getting fucked up by the bts which are like the that black goo that comes after you and you gotta be really careful uh the two times i've encountered them i've gotten taken and i had to run out of the black goo muck yeah so. i remember so i had that same experience where it's a little finicky exactly how that bt kind of sneaking mechanic works but you'll figure it out so same thing with with combat uh so when you're fighting just other you know humans which is another thing that starts happening yeah those uh, i got you know i'm roping them Oh yeah, yeah. So, and, so and I, I went them with the stun gun. Yeah, yeah. I went from like being like scared of those guys to be basically being invincible. Like, so basically, you can just like yeah. cut clown on those guys pretty easily. And then, so I don't know. There's definitely. Um, I saw someone saying a. I, I remember that it being like a little bit kind of tricky trying to figure out exactly how everything works. But once it clicks, it's. Um, pretty pretty easy actually. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know if it's necessarily like a good or a bad thing, but I think it kind of becomes pretty pretty easy, and then you can really just focus on the exploring and deliveries and the insane story and, and all that. 
I mean, I can definitely see why it's such a polarizing game, whether you either like enjoy it or you don't. So, uh, two quick observations that I wrote down because I thought they were funny is that Kojima, uh, these are things Kojima thought would be cool. Peeing and getting data out of the pee. I don't know why. And then using cuffs as an eye watch. Like, I don't know why you can't just use, like, a an eye watch or whatever. And also seeing Norman Reedus nude, because he has to see him every time he goes There's to the shower. There's a lot of nudity in the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, Kojima, you sly bastard. Um, and then uh, I also saw over the holidays uh, White Lotus Season 2. Which I enjoyed way more than season one. I thought season one, besides one or two storylines, was kind of bland. Season two, I thought was more exciting, exhilarating, a lot more stuff happening and just crazy shit happening. Pretty funny. And Glass Onion as well, which a uh, big fan of Ryan Johnson. Um, if you've never seen Brick, check that out. Great movie uh, with Joseph, ah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in there. Um, also, he did The Last Jedi, which... Honestly, I thought it was a great Star Wars movie. Fuck the haters. Um, but yeah, great guy. He does a lot of good movies. Um, he actually has this show called Poker Face with Natasha Leone coming out soon. It's going to be a detective one. Excited to check that one out. Um, but yeah, uh, I think uh, Daniel Craig, Benoit Blanc, the character he was born to play more than James Bond. <laughs> I agree, and, uh, man. He's awesome as that character. Yeah, and Janelle Monet did a great job as well. Everybody in there did a great job. The mystery was pretty good. Um, can't wait to see more more uh, Benoit Blanc adventures. All right, I agree. your turn. Yeah, what, what else? That's like that's like nothing, man. What, what were I you doing? Well, I can't remember. You can't remember? Okay. It was a, it was a hazy two weeks. Yeah, I was. A lot so, of Destiny, too. A lot of Destiny. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, have a, I have a screen grab of... Yeah. Whoa, whoa, was that, whoa. Just one, was that just one day, too? One day, one day. Damn. I was catching up, doing the holiday shit. Damn, I was 10 dude. Hours. All right, it was 10 hours. I was on Destiny one day for 10 hours. It's the holidays. And then how much longer did you play after I checked the screen grab? I mean, who, who well, knows? Like four, four more hours. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. All right. Well, you know, you could talk about that. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, well, I didn't want to bore everybody with more Destiny talks. So thank you. That's yeah. why I kind of kept it. At least one person appreciates that. And yeah. he's on this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just looking at... I was, you know, I was pretty, pretty busy with content consumption. So in addition to... White Lotus. So I had actually never seen season one. So I watched White Lotus season one and season two. Also watched Glass Onion. Uh, I don't know if I have really too much more to add than than we said. I thought they were both um, White Lotus. I just find kind of enjoyable, but but not great. It's more of like my wife's like very into it. So that's just, it's one of those shows that we watch that we watch together, and I find it you know entertaining enough. Uh, I think we we also both come in from the same view, which is like we're just ready for that very dark humor to hit, where people are like, "Oh my god, this is horrible." We're like, "Oh, that was fucking hilarious." Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. very. There's a couple instances where like the dark humor just it's like right up there. Yeah, and and Glass Onion, I think there was just a ton of positive buzz and and everything on the internet about how good Glass Onion was. I still think I prefer the first one. Um, you know, Glass Onion was, was, was enjoyable. We had a good time, but I don't know. There's just something, something about the kind of once the twist happens and I don't know, just kind of didn't, 
it was okay. Uh, but still, still entertaining. So I think I'm still on, you know, I'm still a bigger fan of the first one. I do love Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. I just, I just don't like, do you think he's going to continue doing those? I feel like he's kind of one of those guys who just is like, ah, whatever. I'm, I'm done with this. Or you, no, I, I feel like can't pay me enough to do it, and I feel like this one's easier to do. I feel like this one's easier to do than like James Bond. We know that he didn't want to do the James Bond once more anymore, but I think that was more because he was just what James Bond. He, yeah, he liked him as James Bond. Um, he wanted to like take more of a break. I, th- I think he thought it was too taxing. Where I, I feel like he's having a lot of fun with these. Obviously, he's a big Hollywood star, so he's gonna have a lot more roles. But I can see him coming back to this one. Um, I hope a lot, so, yeah. just because he he likes them. Yeah. Uh, and then just to confirm, I did not watch Andor, so that's that's still on my. Yeah, the one thing I told you to do. Yeah. And you didn't do it. Yeah. So, starting off twenty twenty three wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I got I got plenty of time. So it's and no my... God of War either. <laughs> and no God of War, yeah. Which you didn't. I don't think you really made any. Oh no, you did want me to beat that so that we could do our Talk about our it. review. And also, uh, you said you were going to do it. <laughs> you were like, "Oh well, yeah, I have, I have two here, weeks. I could play God of War." Here's what happened: is you know, I was doing quite a bit of traveling, had the Steam Deck, and was doing just trying to see what I could play on it uh, outside of Steam. So I was able to figure out. Uh, how to play Fortnite on the Steam Deck, which is kind of cool. You basically need to, uh, I don't do this. You need to figure out how to launch a web browser on Steam and or uh, on the Steam Deck, and then through the web browser, you just go to XCloud, and you're playing the XCloud version of Fortnite, which is which is completely free. So I was able to get Fortnite on the Steam Deck, which is pretty cool. Uh, Definitely wouldn't be my primary way to play the game, but if you're traveling and you have that itch for Fortnite, it's a it's a pretty good pretty good solution. Yeah, we played. I think we played like three or four rounds on it when you installed it. I mean, you could tell you could tell I'm playing not mouse and keyboard. You're playing worse than you. I'm even worse. Yeah, I'm even worse than I am with a mouse and keyboard. Uh, so but that was kind of cool just to figure out how to do that, and then. Kind of similar was with Final Fantasy fourteen. I had to follow this guide of specifically how to figure out how to launch uh, the version of Final Fantasy fourteen that I have, which is not not the Steam version. Um, and I think there's like some, even if you have the Steam version, there's some anti cheat stuff that you need to figure out how to work around. So I was able to get figure out how to get that operational. So. So that was cool. So yeah, while I was traveling, those were probably the two games I was playing the most. And then since I've been home, there was a big, uh, you know, I think there's a bunch of sales going on around the holidays. There was a pretty big Square Enix sale on Steam. So I bought a, I bought a, just a bunch of classic Final Fantasy titles that I wanted to have on Steam so that they could also be available on Steam Deck. Uh, and then while I was buying all those games, I saw Crisis Core there, which which wasn't on sale. But I was kind of going back and forth on whether I wanted to play that. And I don't know why, why I did, but I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. Like I'll just I'll just go ahead and get it. And then when I was trying it out, I was 
I just got real real into it. So I think I've been mostly playing uh, Crisis Core over the last like week, week or two. So that that's been my that's been my excuse for not playing God of War, basically. No, yeah, I knew I knew you were gonna get into the trap of Final Fantasy. Yeah, always happens. Uh, so yeah, it's it's Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm back in it. Crisis Core, and then uh, I need I need to finally beat ten. Final Fantasy ten, Final Fantasy ten two, and then Final Fantasy twelve. So. That, so that's that's in in parallel to the other eleven games that are or, coming out. Or uh, never finish them and then wait till another console releases and buy them again. <laughs> well, I think I think now that it's Steam is helpful with that, right? Where you just get it on Steam and you have it it's, forever. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, you have it forever, basically. So, so yeah, that was me. All um, right. Very well, I see, very I see Final also, Fantasy heavy. I see you also have Ted Lasso in there. You finally watched it. Oh, yeah. You're I've like got, yeah, three years it. late to... I'm, I'm so late. Like all my, I've been kind of talking about this a lot in a lot of my group chats and, and with friends, and they're all like... <laughs> yeah, dude. Like Ted Lasso was, was at the beginning this, of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. This Everyone's like, yeah, that's what... You know, you, you're two to three years late on this conversation, but uh, I'm glad I, I found, glad I finally got there. I think it was really the it was welcome the Wrexham and then the World Cup, and that driving a lot of interest and enthusiasm ar- around soccer in my household, so that uh, that was able to get enough interest from my wife to be like, oh yeah, I'll check out Ted Lasso because oh, she really, I didn't really know she hadn't seen it either. Yeah, she hadn't seen it either. I don't I don't think she would have even thought to to, to watch it so because she's just not a big soccer person um does she like it yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah so well you so, know bill bill lawrence pretty good scrubs pretty good so yeah and i feel like because it started during the pandemic such a sad time and such a good happy show you know it kind of that's why everybody was into it yeah definitely a feel-good show but you know you i i absolutely loved it we plowed through it in like a couple couple weeks i think um it's not a ton of episodes i think it's like 20 episodes in total or something like that across two seasons and they're pretty short episodes for the most part so i think season three comes out this year yeah i i I just i literally looked that up this morning because i'm already uh i think it was it yesterday or maybe it was it was either yesterday or two days ago we just watched the final episode and i'm already like thirsting thirsting for season three so uh yeah but yeah that's i mean that I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, would would recommend. Well, I guess I'm. I don't need to recommend it to anyone because everyone else has already watched it. Everybody and, um, has seen yeah, it. Yeah. You're late to the party. But now I can. There's definitely been a bunch of uh, like text or random phrases that people have said in, in group chats that I and know. Like, oh no! Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. I, I remember that someone said something about like Chuck E. Cheese, and I can't remember, but I think it's like what Charles. Charles Edward, I don't know. He makes some dumb joke about like what the British version oh, of Chuck yeah, E. Yeah. Cheese would be. Like it's yeah. it's just dumb shit like that. But um, you're in on the joke now. I'm, I get it. Yeah, I get it. It definitely looks like it was a busier uh, time for you in terms of games and movies and stuff than it was for me. Obviously, because I've seen and experienced all this stuff a while ago, and I've been trying to get you to catch up. But we had a good break. Uh, it was great, you know, to unwind. 
and not do the the podcast for two weeks after we've been doing it so long. Not that we don't like doing it, but you know, it's good to take a little break. Um, but that does it for us. You know, uh, stick with us on this year, 2023. We are excited. Uh, to get another year under our belts, we definitely want to do a lot more things for the community and for us. Um, we want to make the show better and we want to do a lot of things to kind of bring everybody in and, and get more awareness for the show. So we're excited for 2023. Yes. Whenever we have some plans set, <laughs> we'll more, let people yeah. know. <laughs> more in-person shows. Because I, yeah. I, we were only living in the same city for a few months last yeah, for year. The last, right? so, the last couple of months of 2020. So now we're, now we're here all year. So more in-person shows. More trips. More trips. More content. More streams. Uh, more. We want to do contests tournament. too. Yeah. Yeah, tournaments. We want to get the community. That uh, The main thing is, which you know, I'll say it now just because it's early, but like we want to do like a big Street Fighter 6 tournament when it comes out um, on Discord with all our community members and maybe give a good prize. I don't want to spoil the prize because it's a bit early, but definitely look look out for that when Street Fighter 6 comes out. I didn't out. know there was a prize. Well, you know, you're paying for it. So, you know. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think that could be that could be a lot of fun. Just a bunch of people who are absolutely trash at Street Fighter trying to. Yeah, it's more about the trash talking than the, <laughs> than the play. Yeah, because yeah. I watch I watch a lot of the I watch a lot of Street Fighter tournaments, but it's like people who are abnormally good, good at the game. Yeah. Uh, so it could be could be good to. We, we don't know. We know. might have a couple of dark horses in Maybe there. Maybe we that, do. Like, uh, good. I'll, good I'll, I'll, game I'll, I'll, I'll throw the shit out of them. All right. Well, that does it for us. Uh, thank you again for sticking with us for a year and then stick with us for the next year and the next year and the next year. All right. I'm Hugo. Four more years. <laughs> Bye. I'm Nick. Later. Thanks for joining us on episode 47 of Pressing Buttons. The show is produced and edited by Nick and myself. Our awesome music is composed by Layla and our show art is done by D-Pass Design. Don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. See you on the next episode.